Oh, hi. Oh my god, are you hearing me? <coughs> yeah. Oh my god, this is like crazy. Okay, what's the what's the case? Okay, well, if we want to start right away, I can start right away. Oh shoot, okay. I don't know how to do this. I'm nervous. <coughs> okay, well. <coughs> how are you? I'm good. <laughs> how are you? I'm good. Are you like done from laughing? I'm no, so yeah, confused. It was, it, was, it was hard. It was hard to fi- figure <laughs> it out. I was like, I don't know. I was like, ugh. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay. Welcome everyone to Pizza Crime, a true crime podcast where I discuss murders, disappearances, kidnappings, and all that jazz with a friend over a nice warm plate of pizza. I'm Emma Lewis, and today's guest is my friend, Etta. How are you today, Etta? I'm so good. I'm so blessed to be here. <laughs> I'm so blessed to be here. <laughs> it's an honor. As it should be. I'm eating some so, gummy bears while I'm doing this, so I'm in, like, the vibe. As you should. I just woke up, like, I woke up at, like, 10.40, so. It's a bit late, Queen. For you, especially. You wake up at, like, 8 every day. Yeah, I usually wake up at, like, 7. And, like, today I was just like, oh, my gosh, it's almost noon. Like, <laughs> so today we'll be discuss- discussing the disappearance of Tamara Keeping. Keepness. I can never say names, so. Tamara Keepings? Tamara Keepness. Keepness, okay. Yeah. So, Tamara Keepness and her twin sister, Tannis, were born on September 1st, 1998, to parents Lorena and Troy Keepness. The family were from White Bear First Nation, located in the southeastern portion of Saskatchewan. Saskatchewan. It's in Canada. But I can't, I can't, this so long. Um, Saskatchewan? I think so. Uh-huh. And resided in Regina. Shortly after the twins were born, Lorena and Troy separated, resulting in the two girls splitting their time between their parents. The majority of the time, they lived with Lorena, her live-in partner, Dean McArthur, and their three siblings near downtown Regina at 843 Otowan Street. The neighborhood was known to have issues, particularly regarding poverty and other social problems. So it wasn't that great of a neighborhood. Mm. Um, Is it like ghetto? I get you could say that. I think because there was like, um, it was like not a it was like not a very wealthy mm-hmm. or well off neighborhood, and there were a lot of sex offenders. Oh, I want to get a visual of what they looked like, you know, so my brain can like understand. Oh well, I can send you a picture. Let me send you a picture right now of them. Okay. This happened uh, when? When did this um, happen? Like, they disappeared? Oh, well, Tamara disappeared in, like, 2004. Oh, shoot. Yeah, so let me... So is she dead? Like, is this, like, a disappearance or a murder? It's a disappearance. Okay. Let me send you a picture of Maybe her. she ran away because she was poor and she wasn't having it. She was, like, five. Oh shoot! Yeah, so maybe not. She was probably kidnapped. I mean, that's is, what a lot of people think. Is this like an ongoing investigation? Yeah, because she was never found. Oh shoot! Does the police like think that she's dead, or they like don't even know? Well, we'll get into that. Oh sh- okay. Okay, so I sent you a picture of her. Oh my gosh, she's so cute! I know she's so cute. Is she Native American? <laughs> Um, she is, let me see, she is a aboriginal woman, or, ab- yeah, so abor, I should have done aboriginal, 
I don't know if that is. I'm un- I'm uneducated. It is Aboriginal Australians are the various. Yeah, she's Indigenous. Period. Period. Slay. Queen. I heard that Indigenous women are like the most killed or kidnapped in America. Is that right? Yeah, and then and they don't get a lot of justice. I... So I guess. Yeah. This is so sad. Yeah. So um. <clears throat> It was no secret that the adults in Tamar's life struggled with alcohol and substance abuse issues. Dean specifically had served two months of a three-month sentence for assaulting Lorena while in a drunken rage. Due to these issues, as well as reports of child neglect, social services were often involved with the family, with a total of 50 reports made to crisis workers, which is a lot of reports. Oh oh my god, like, was it like just abuse? Like, what what was happening to her? It was, um, so it was for, because Dean would abuse, um, Lorena, which was her mom, um, but it would be more, social services would be called for neglect. So, like, um, so where would her neglect, mom be? Like, drinking? They would both be drinking a lot. Dean, the, the, the five-year-old? No, Dean is her mom's partner. Oh, okay, okay. So they would neglect the baby? Yeah. Damn, I already feel bad for her. Yeah, but um, despite what some might call an unsteady home life, Tamara was a smart and caring girl. She fiercely loved her siblings, especially Tannis, and she frequently had a huge smile on her face. She was also known for being feisty and a bit mischievous, and she was also on the lookout for adventure. When not playing Mario Kart on Nintendo, she, would, she could be found climbing her favorite pine tree at the end of the block. She was a very adventurous little girl. Period. Wait, wait, did she get, did she, did she, like, disappear when she was five? Um, yes, she was five. Okay, okay, keep going. So on the evening of July 5th, 2004, Lorena, Dean, and all five children were in the living room watching television. At some point, Lorena and Dean got into an argument, which they claim was about nothing serious. At around 8.30 p.m., Dean decided to leave the house to cool down. While out, he ran into Russell Sheepskin, a man who sometimes resided in the family's basement, and the pair oh. decided to grab a few oh. drinks together. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Um, so before heading to the St. Regis Hotel, Dean made a stop at a nearby 7-Eleven to buy some milk for his, his and Lorena's newborn baby, which he later dropped off at the house. How many kids do they have? Oh my god. So they have... I think it's... So it's Tamara and Tanis. A brother, a sister. I think they have like five or six. Damn, they keep so then they neglected all their children. Um, <clears throat> well, that's yeah for and that's why social services was called multiple times. So then why do they keep having more kids? Like goddamn, because they're irresponsible. True. <sighs> keep going. Um, I keep like interrupting you. I'm sorry. No, no, you're supposed to. It's supposed to be like interactive. All right. Period. Keep going. So Lorena spent the majority of the evening with her children. Between 10.30 p.m. and 11 p.m., she sent them to bed and decided to head off to a friend's townhouse located a block over, leaving her eldest 11-year-old Summer in charge. Which is like, um... 11-year-old? In charge of, like, yeah, six when I kids? Read that, yeah, when I read that, I was like, you're leaving an 11-year-old in charge at, like, midnight and you're going off to drink at your friend's house? I know, with, like, five other kids. Like, not even, like, one kid, like, five other kids. Yeah, and, like, one of them's, like, a newborn baby. Like, come Ooh, on. Oh, like... my God. So, after a while, she and her friend went out to purchase more alcohol, and Lorena stopped by the house to check on things. 
When she returned to her friend's residence, she called Summer and told her to ring if she needed anything. So this was probably about, like, midnight. Mm-hmm. So, um, so at 12 a.m. on July 6th... I have a question. Turned- After, like, yeah. she disappeared, did social services take all the children or no? Um, yes, I think they did. Okay, at least one good thing happened. <laughs> at 12 a.m. on July 6th, Russell-, Russell returned to the house incredibly drunk. He made himself some food and checked on the children. He recalls seeing some of them, including Tamara, sleeping in the living room, meaning they must have come downstairs after Lorena put them to bed. A couple of hours later, Russell was smoking a cigarette on the front porch when he encountered Dean. The pair got into a physical altercation, resulting in Dean punching Russell and stomping on his head. Injured, Russell went to the hospital to get stitches. He claims he didn't lock the front door before leaving. So, according to Dean, after the fight, he decided to walk to his aunt's house, where he planned to spend the night. Which, like, this is so irresponsible. But what about your kids, though? Like, I'm confused. Yeah, like, the mom is out at a- drinking at a friend's house. The one guy who who lives in the basement is at the hospital. And you're just like, I'm gonna go to my aunt's house. Wait, you said there's a lot of sex offenders in the neighborhood. Was, like, the basement guy a sex offender? Um, I don't think so, no. But he was, like, sketchy. (laughs) That's for sure. Okay. Um, (laughs) However, he ended up getting lost. So he didn't end up arriving until two hours later. How do you get lost? I'm so confused. Exactly, because he's, like, drunk, and he's, like... But it's your aunt's house. Like, you've been there before, probably. Yeah, and, like, also, to go home, like... Look at your children, you know, like, be a good dad. Your kids, you know? So, um, he ended up arriving at his aunt's house... Two hours later, sometime between 5 and 5.30 a.m., police reports claim no one saw him during this time. At around 3 a.m., Lorena returned to the house to find all the doors locked. As such, she entered the home through a window. Which, like, do you not have a key? Whoa, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> what? I'm so confused. Why would she do that? Exactly. Like, exactly. Like, okay, so Russell said that he didn't lock the doors. Mm-hmm. And then she came back home and all the doors were locked. And being the responsible drunk mother that she is, she went through but a if, window. But like if she can go through a window, then like a kidnapper can go through the window. Yeah. Also, you do you not have a key? Exactly. So like, how, like, I'm so suspicious of her and her husband. Like, they did it 100%. Honestly, same. Like, okay. But, um, so she was drunk at the time and doesn't quite remember if she saw her children asleep in the living room. However, she has stated that she recalls seeing Tannis and Summer before she herself fell asleep on the couch. So, um, at some point on the morning of July 6th, Tamara's older brother, Rain, felt her leave the bed they shared. While he doesn't remember the exact time, he does recall it was starting to get light out. At 9 a.m., Tamara's grandmother came by for a visit and saw Lorena nursing a hangover. This is around the time Lorena herself awoke, as she had to open the door for her mother. Shortly after this, Summer and Rain left the house to attend a day camp at a nearby community center. Tamara was first discovered missing when she didn't come up to come down for breakfast. Lorena had told one of her children to go wake her up as they were going out for a walk, but she wasn't in her bed. After checking nearby playgrounds and contacting friends and relatives, Lorena reported her daughter missing at around 12.15 p.m. that afternoon. Wait, I'm confused. How, how are the police never suspicious of them? Well, they are. They're so they sus. Are. Like, they are. They are. They're sus both them out. Um, but yeah, they're. We'll get into theories after we talk about. The are the parents like alive? Like still? 
Yeah, because this was in 2004. So they're, like, still, like, murderers out on the loose. Well, we don't know if they murdered her or not. You know what I think? They sold her, like, their daughter to, like, sex work. Because there was a lot of sex offenders. That's actually one of the um, theories. I'm going with that one. Because, like, what I'm hearing right now, they probably didn't kill her. They just sold her off for money. Because they're broke, too. Yeah. Well, yeah. So the search from Tam- for Tamara grabbed the attention of the nearby of the entire city and would become the largest and most expensive in Regina's history. At first, parole officers checked the neighborhood to make sure she hadn't simply wandered away or gone to another house. But after they, but after they could find no trace of her, the search intensified. The Regina Police Service set up command posts in the parking lot of a church in the 1900 block of Ottawa Street, and hundreds of volunteers, police, and RCMP cadets began the search on foot, horseback, and in the air. They scoured streets, yards, neighborhoods, alleys, manholes, and trash cans looking for her and even took the search to a local landfill and to areas outside the city. While clothing and a child's shoe were discovered, they didn't belong to Tamara, and overall little trace of the missing girl was uncovered. Yeah, because she was sold. Like... (laughs) You're stuck on that theory. You're like, she was sold. I really am. It's like the most, like, probably the truest one. Well, I want sad that that does happen. It does. Because there's sex offenders. They're poor. When you sell your daughter, you get money. And the sex offenders are going to be happy. Like, it's a win-win. It's a, it, Yeah, it's a win-win-win. Like, you're, you're like, you have money. The sex offenders are like, yay, children. <laughs> True. Yeah. This is so bad. How do people not figure this out already? <laughs> So, since the initial search, there have been others throughout downtown Regina and around the family home. Lorena signed consent forms allowing investigators to search the house. She also provided them with her DNA. Besides seeing a window that had been broken during the fight between Russell and Dean, they found no signs of forced entry or a struggle. But they're, like, cooperating, you know? Like, if they were guilty, they wouldn't be, like, going along with it. Well, also, there um, there are cases where a person cooperates so much that it's like okay that's suspicious mm-hmm. so they think that they're cooperating just to like get out of the like police's eye well i think i think they're cooperating just enough because if a person's like oh hey you can search my car i know you didn't say that you needed to search my car but here's my car to search just so you know that i didn't kill her mm-hmm. you know it's like well that's kind of suspicious mm-hmm. So police questioned sex offenders in the area. They also obtained surveillance footage from air, from area bars, gas stations, convenience stores, and a nearby Greyhound depot. To help de- develop a timeline for the night before, investigators brought in the family, including Tamara's siblings, for questioning. In particular, Dean Russell and Lorena were under intense scrutiny. At the time, investigators felt they weren't being completely forthcoming with information and were overall not happy with the gaps and inconsistencies in the version of events they were told. The three denied the allegations and expressed that investigators were, for, were focusing too much attention on them and not enough on fighting Tamara. To help move the investigation along, they named five people they believed could be suspects, including a pedophile who had befriended Tamara sometime before. What do you mean, befriended a five-year-old? Yeah, no, so they knew that a pedophile was their daughter's friend. What? what's wrong with them exactly like how do you not how are you not like um don't hang out with that person because they're a pedophile friends with a pedophile straight exactly 
like um these parents do not deserve kids like even if they didn't like murder or kill their child they still deserve to be in jail honestly like how how are you gonna let how are you gonna let a child be friends with a pedophile especially your child like they're so sus i'm over them they should be in jail for like neglect or just like sexual harassment or just something else yeah their children should have been taken away mm-hmm. like i can't believe uh, like the missing child was the part where the services took their children away like it should have been a long time ago yeah so a few days after Tamara disappeared an amber alert was issued there are different reports as to why it took so long for one to happen some sources say the amber alert system hadn't yet been implemented implemented in saskawan at the time while a spokesperson for the Regina Police Service said the circumstances of the disappearance hadn't met the criteria for an, for an alert. So the criteria for an Amber Alert, I'm pretty sure, is the child must be missing. Like, it's not a run. Well, it can be a runaway case, but, like, the child has to be missing. I think there has to be some sort of ca- car involved. Car? And, yeah, what are, I think it's some type of, like a car, because there's always a car, right? So the child must be under the age of 18. Law enforcement must have a well-founded belief based on an active investigation that a kidnapping has occurred. Law enforcement must have a well-founded belief based on the active investigation that a child is in intimate danger or of death or serious bodily injury. So I guess they didn't think that she was in danger or that she was kidnapped. Because I guess a running away case. But how could a five-year-old run away? Like kidnapped. I don't understand. Exactly. I don't think a five-year-old should run, could run could run away. Because the you know? the mom and the dad had like gaps in their story that made the police mad. Like us. Like yeah. you shouldn't have gaps in your story if like you know. And they were drunk, which I mean just like proves how irresponsible they are. No, like she deserves better. Yeah. So the disappearance soon made national headlines. While appreciative of all the coverage the case was getting, the family soon grew frustrated with both the media and police due to the way they were being treated. Rumors soon began to spread about what happened to the missing girl. One post- person said that she had, been, she had been seen at a dollar store with an older woman, while another, which had since been disproved with hospital records, claimed Tamara never existed and had been made up in order to scam money from social service- services. A third rumor... Yeah. That rumor like mess up. Yeah, which I mean, like, I was like, oh my gosh, that would be so cool if that was true. Like, it would be really shitty of the parents, but like, kidnapped and people. Oh yeah, but like, I would be mad. I would be like, I birthed this child, and you're saying she doesn't exist. So a third rumor, which was spread by business owners in the neighborhood, claimed detectives were looking for a middle-aged right. Hello. What? Yeah. Yeah. Did we like lose like connection? I, I don't know. You you. I don't know. Um, but a, a third rumor, which was spread by business owners in the neighborhood, claimed detectives were looking for a middle-aged white man, which is always it's always a middle-aged white man. White I man. swear. Because they're the most scary people on They really the are, like, the most judgmental people ever. No, yeah. So they were looking for a middle-aged white man named Rocky Oroch. Rocky Roach? <laughs> no, Rocky Oroch. That's, like, the worst last name ever. However, police never confirmed if this was true. 
To show support for Tamara and the family, residents would wrap ribbons around trees and leave both teddy bears and angels on the steps of the Keepness house, which is so cute. Like, it really is. So on July 13th, 2004, a $25,000 reward was issued by the Regina Police Service for information about the case. This after searches for Tamara had been suspended. The case was quickly changed from a missing persons investigation to one that was criminal in nature. On July 19, 2004, Dean was charged with assault causing bodily harm in relation to the fight he'd had with Russell on the night of Tamara's disappearance. While he tried to appeal, he was denied and sentenced to nine months. Two days later, Tamara's siblings were removed from the house by social services and placed into foster care. Period. Fine. It took Neither that long. Official- no, yeah, I was like, get them out of that like, house. The day she disappeared, she should have been, they should have been taken out of the house, not two months later. Yeah. Um, so neither government officials or the police would say if, it, if this was related to the case, but the house was once again searched after they left. I think it was related to the case. I think the kids were taken out either because they were like, okay, this is neglect, or they were like, you know, you might have killed your daughter. I think so. it's both, yeah. Honestly, yeah. How old would she be now? So just under like 22? Um, she would be, let me see. Um... She would be 21 Oh, I said 22. Old. I was close. She would have been like a freshman in college. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, it's really sad. So, where was I? So, just under a month after Tamara went missing, a vigil for the missing girl was held on the, at the family's house. On August 11, 2004, Chor was charged with assaulting Dean with a baseball bat, during which he sustained minor injuries. Chor yeah, told investigators that he... Yeah. Troy told investigators that he'd gone over to the house to try and get answers about his daughter's disappearance. So Troy is Tamara's biological daughter. <clears throat> mm-hmm. So this whole family has issues. Definitely. This whole, like, damn. Yeah. It's so in biological, September, like, also abusive or no? Yeah. So, in September 2004, unsealed search warrants revealed police had evidence to believe Tamara had been abducted, as blood had been found on the floor, on the front porch, and on bicycles Wait, sitting how long on the porch. Wait, how take to find this information? <laughs> like, months later? Well, September 2004. Or months later. So, yeah, about so July. That's, yeah, like, too late. Months later. Like, you should have found that, like, like way before. Well, after six hours, like, after 24 hours of a child being missing, exactly. they're probably dead. Like, why are they taking so slow? Like, if there was blood on the porch, then, like, what took you four months to find it? Yeah. Um, so that same month, investigators searched Muscapau Patung, First Nation, approximately 60 kilometers northeast of Regina. The week-long search involved 30 people from the Regina Police Service, the RCMP, Montreal Lake Creek First Nation, and search and rescue Regina. While a reason wasn't given as to why the search had moved north, it's believed investigators were trying to establish a connection between Tamara and a burnt-out Volkswagen van found on the reserve. The van had been stolen just 10 blocks from the family home on the night the young girl went missing, and a jail guard named Sherry Ann Rose had told police that she and a former inmate had stolen the van, picked up Tamara, and dumped her body in a, rav- in a ravine <gasps> on the reserve. Is that true? A massive search. Um, no, it was found. You know what I find really, like, so, bad? Like, when there's, like, cases of murder, like, these, like, 
people from jail, they said that they did it, but they didn't really do it. They're just out. Yeah, like, they they just want attention. Like, they want the news to be, like, this man we haven't heard of in 50 years. But Death Row said he just did this murder when he wasn't even, like, he didn't even do it. Out of purpose. Like, it happens all the time. Like, it happens so much, it's kind of upsetting. Yeah, and it's like, why? What was the reason? You did this for what? what? Like, I damn. So, a massive search was conducted with special attention given to ravines and gullies. The waterways were drained with compression pumps and thoroughly searched, but nothing of interest was found. It was later deemed that remains found in the van did not belong to Tamara, and Sherry Ann Rose confessed to having made the story up in order to get her abusive boyfriend locked up. As a result, she was charged with mischief. It's the dumbest reason ever. I bet a murder case. Yeah, like, just say that your boyfriend's abusing you. He will be locked up. Like, don't say that he murdered someone. Like... So Pasqua First Nation was also searched based on tips from the public and visions from First Nation elders. A six-person task force was established to investigate leads in the case. It would eventually be parred down to just two detectives. In December 2004, Walter William Obey of Muscapaupitang First Nation was charged with assaulting Sherry Ann Rose. He had been charged with stealing the van and had been, that had been found burnt out on the reserve. At one point during the investigation, Chor was charged. I can never say that name. Chor. Chori? Chor. Chor. No, Chor. Like Chor. Like Chor. Like Troy from Troy. High School Musical. Troy. Chor. <laughs> Chor. I can't Troy. say okay. At one point during the investigation, Chor. Troy. Chor. Troy. Troy was charged with assaulting a female. He claims the assault occurred during the stress he'd been enduring as a result I mean, like, of Tamara's disappearance. Like, if, like, he my was... daughter got kidnapped and I would have been really stressed. Yeah, but does that lead you to assault? Was, like, a random person? Oh, okay, then never mind. Yeah. Yeah. He was sentenced to house arrest for the charge. In July 2004, a new team of investigators were assigned to the investigation. That same month, a memorial march was held to commemorate, to commemorate the one-year anniversary oh. of Tamara's disappearance. This would be replaced the next year by an annual what? barbecue. And, okay, if I ever go missing, please don't hold a barbecue. I, I, I don't know. Like, I just hate barbecues so much. Like, like you're probably going to have fun one. at that barbecue. Like, I don't want to be remembered by a barbecue. Yeah, like, I want to be remembered by, like, fireworks or, like, something. Like, not a barbecue. I know. And that's so like weird. It reminds me of Fourth of July, and I don't like, like a prayer, not like a freaking barbecue. What is? Yeah, like go to church or something. And, like kneel. Like Why don't be a barbecue, barbecue and your daughter's literally like probably dead. Yeah. Um. In October two thousand five, searchers brought in cadaver dogs to aid in the vest- in the investigation. They searched around Regina for three days with a specific focus on the north end of Winnipeg Lake. Street, Waskina Lake, and Waskina Street. This would be one of the last major searches for Tamara, as the search would would be sca- scaled back in April 2009. I think I meant to put sealed back, but I, I'm not sure. So Dean has publicly stated that he feared for his safety during the early days of the investigation because he felt the police and the community believed he played some role he in did. Tamara's no disappearance. Lie. Honestly, this sentiment sometimes resulted in the family member's safety being put into jeopardy. In one instant, 
three people jumped Lorena after accusing her of selling her daughter Theory, that's to what buy happened. drugs. Something I she had completely denied. Honestly, I think that might... I like, think she wouldn't put her daughter happen. in, like, actual, like, pain, but she would have definitely sold her daughter for drugs. Like, that's so true. Yeah. So, in August 2008, seven officers were assigned to work exclusively on this case. The reward for information was doubled to 50000 in June 2014. The increase was approved by the Regina Board of Police Commissioners, and it has been renewed every year. The police chief hopes the continuation of the award reward will allow the family to see they still care about but the family cameras. doesn't care the police During does court. yeah i feel like the family's like eh, like she's bad she's, she's dead. been missing for like, a while like know. give it up that's literally what they're saying yeah so during 2014 a hand mouth a hand-drawn map of mouth muscapal patung first nation was uploaded to reddit with the user claiming the wells on the reserve contained Tamara's remains. According to the user, she found the map amongst the belongings of a deceased relative and that her grandma had gotten it from a late aunt who drawn it up based on visits to a person in prison. While she didn't have any first-hand knowledge of the investigation, she recalled her family talking about wells and felt the map might be worth something to the investigation. As for why she shared the map on Reddit instead of contacting the police directly, the user claimed to have previously submitted tips via the RCMP, the Regina Ser- Police Service, and Crime Stoppers, only to never receive a message. Upon learning about the map, investigators looked to see if it had any real value. This resulted in a search of the reserve, which was done by the Regina Police Service, members of Tamara's family, and the Fort Qua Appel detachment of the RCMP. They looked through over two dozen wells with a special camera, but found no evidence that Tamara had ever been there. The girl that put them up on Reddit, where did she get this information that she was in a well? Um, her family. She, she, her family had been talking about it. Does her family have any connection with the? the, No. What? Where where did this information come? They just made it up. I think so because um. While an attempt was made to contact the Reddit user in, in the hopes of learning more about the ba- map, investigators have said that they didn't believe it to be an authentic piece of evidence. I hate people do that. They use, like, crimes for, like, clout. Like, it's so dumb. Yeah, they're like, which is so, because the experience was very upsetting for Tamara's family. And it's been noted that the search prompted renewed interest in the case. Which is good that it prompted renewed interest, but it's, like, upsetting to the family because it's, like, you said you know where my daughter is. But, but I still think there. the family's very guilty. And like I said, even if they didn't Honestly, have yeah. anything to do with the disappearance, they're still guilty of other things. Yeah. So the family has consulted with psychics, elders, and mediums. The police have also been in contact with elders who told them they'd had visions of a child near rocks, trees, and waters. And water. In May 2015, Tamer's case was one of 122 highlighted by the province of Saskatchewan during Missing Persons Week. In, t- in July 2018, a class action lawsuit was filed against the federal government. Tamer's case was one of many listed. It claimed the federal government had breached the charter rights of indigenous families to security and freedom from discrimination, and that numerous negative experiences were had as a result of the alleged mishandlings of the case. It also claimed that the RCMP shared a responsibility with the government, giving its branch of the federal government. 
The claimant sought 50, $500 million in damages for the RCMP's handling of the investigations and $100 million in punitive damages. In May 2019, the RCMP launched a week-long campaign to bring more attention to 45 missing children in Canada. Tamara's case was one of the ones highlighted. Toward the end of 2019, the Regina Police Service renewed its commitment in, to solving the case. It's still an active investigation and is currently in the hands of the cold case unit. Investigators are still reviewing and working on case files, and they continue to regularly receive tips, approximately 16 a year. While no arrests have been made and no evidence found to explain how and why Tamara went missing, it's believed she is deceased and that foul play was involved. However, full details of the investigation haven't been released due to the ongoing nature of the case. Lorena has said she doesn't like to talk about the early parts of the investigation, giving the negative focus that was on the family at the time. She also shares that the numerous rumors took a toll on everyone. She agrees with investigators that someone out there is currently withholding information, and as such, she and the family continue to pursue, pursue leads of their, own, of their own on their own time. So now we're going to go into theories. So the general theory is, in the case is that Tamara was abducted by a stranger. Some people think she may have wandered away and been abducted by a driver who was cruising the area at the time, while others cite the home's I'm location. sorry, but when it's you're five and your best friend is a pedophile, something's definitely up. Like, something's definitely up. Honestly, yeah. And the parents are kind of at fault for that, too. Um, so the house was less than a block from the Askana Community Correctional Center, a halfway house for federal paroles, and it's located near the Salvation Army's Water Sun House, which is known to shelter former inmates and drug and alcohol users. It's Bro, there's so many possibilities. It's like kind of scary. Yeah. Um, some feel that Tamara's disappearance may have been at the hands of someone staying at either location. While there are many theories surrounding who could possibly have been involved, Lorena is certain her, her, Lorena is certain her daughter was taken between 9 a.m. and 10:20 a.m. on July 6, 2004. This is further reported by Rain's version of events, which stated Tamara most likely left the room during early slash mid-morning. Some in Regina feel Tamara may have been abducted by someone in the drug trade or potentially sold by her mother in order to pay a cocaine debt. The authorities asked Lorena if her daughter's disappearance was related to the drug trade in some way, and Lorena forcefully denied it, fiercely denied it. So, so that's what people think that Lorena sold her daughter. That. There's two things that I think. One, she sold her daughter because, you know, there's a lot of sex offenders. And even if it wasn't a pedophile best friend, their house is so close to a literal prison that she definitely sold her daughter for drugs. Because, like, these inmates that are coming out are coming out because of drug-related crimes. So she definitely sold drugs or, you know, for sex or whatever. And number two, it's with that pedophile best friend. Like, that cannot get out of my mind how a, you're a pedophile and your best friend's with a five-year-old and you didn't do anything wrong. Like, it's something definitely up. Yeah, you have done something wrong. Because you're in the system mm-hmm. like, as a sex You can't be a sex offender and not have a five-year-old so best friend and you can't do anything with her. Like, if I was a pedophile and I had a five-year-old best friend, you know what I mean? Like, I don't want to, like, sound conceited or anything, but, like, I would do something. Yeah. yeah. So theory number three is that there's a slight chance Tamara's disappearance is related to the argument Dean and Lorena had on the night she went missing. However, this is seen as unlikely as both have said the argument was not about anything major and was simply I mean, like, a small my friends fight sometimes. Doesn't mean that they're gonna murder me. You know what I mean? 
<laughs> yeah, my parents fight all the time. So it's Insane. like I, I think, think they were mentally stable me. enough. I'm... Yeah. Um, so theory number four is that it's possible her disappearance is the result of an accident. While this line of thinking like, opens up to many possibilities, one idea Sorry. Well, yeah, we'll get into that. One idea brought up theorizes that Tamara might have gotten Wait, why would you be leaving her home? home? Possibly scared. She then crawled into somewhere so small that she's never been found. If this is the case, then it means the young girl has most likely been. But I'm confused. Away. Why would she wa- where was she walking? Maybe she left the house because she's five. Maybe she like. Nah, I don't really think of five girls would do that though. Just um, walk out of the house. I mean, my five year old brother sometimes like. Yeah, well, like you live in a safe door. neighborhood. Like, like you're, I think your brother kind of knows that you live in a safe neighborhood, but she yeah. knows she doesn't live in a safe neighborhood. Yeah. Hopefully she knows. Or hopefully she knows. So num- the th- num- the fifth theory is that some have speculated that Tamara's unstable home life Definitely. could have played a role in her disappearance. They feel the evidence for this stance comes from the investigator's theory that Lorena, Dean, and Russell have not been completely forthcoming regarding the events of July 5th and July 6th, 2004. However, as, af- as aforementioned, all three inv- individuals claim they've been completely truthful and those investigating t- with those investigating the case. So theory six and the final theory held by the family involves a drifter that used to stay at, at the house. Lorena informed the police of the woman whose name is currently unknown as she used numerous ali- ali- aliases or aliases. However, it is known the children called her Big Auntie. She is said to have been a sketchy Wait, she's a girl that was living in the basement? Lorena. So she would um, lie? She okay, okay. Who's living in the basement at the time that she disappeared? Another guy? Russell, Are you sure Russell's that he's not guilty? Like, I feel like something's up. Well, that's one of the things that they people think that all What do you think? Do you think he was involved? involved? I think, yeah. Okay. I told I, you my I'll theory, you so you can tell after you we finish. Yeah. She has been staying at, she had been Wait, staying why at the house in the basement. Because like, they sell out their basement left- for people? For extra coin. I think they might. I think that's a possibility because, yeah, because I think they were very, they were lived in a po- a poverty, okay. like an impoverished neighborhood. So she had been staying at the house before Tamara's disappearance, but left after she and Lorena had a falling out. She has not been there since. Is it possible she had abducted Tamara in revenge, or could she have had another motive for abducting the young girl if she was indeed involved? So those are that's some of the things that I don't think the last one is true. I think that after she moved out, she moved out. Like she couldn't care less. Yeah, I don't think I feel like, and that's just a small detail. And Tamara's mom was like, "Oh, I feel like if someone gave their house to me so I can live in, I'd be so grateful." And even if they were mean to me, I still had a roof over my head. You know what I mean? I wouldn't go steal their daughter. Yeah, I wouldn't like (laughs) kill like their daughter. You know, and she was an old woman, right? I don't think an old woman can do all that stuff. uh, yeah, so the aftermath of the um, investigation, or her disappearance, is that every year the community holds a barbecue in Tamara's honor, just a few blocks from where she disappeared. It's held by the Regina Treaty and, St- and Status Indian Services, and the Regina Police Service sends officers to help serve food. According to the family, they hold it to show everyone they're still looking for Tamara, and to also lend support to other families of missing and murdered indigenous, indigenous, indigenous women. They shared that they that seeing the amount of people who come out and show support has helped them 
hold on to the hope that one day she'll be found. Until that day happens, the what the fuck is barbecue? God damn. Unfortunately, it's not rubbing me the right way, you know? Yeah. I'm not getting rubbed the right way with this barbecue. Like, imagine you're like in heaven and then you just yeah. like see what's um, going on on the day you died. There's a whole barbecue. Um, and this sets me off as wrong, weird. Um, this next thing that I wrote down. Um, so unfortunately, Lorena no longer has any family pictures of Tamara, as someone threw out a large portion of her property a few years ago. The only images she has of her daughter That's so are sad. those featured on like the Like, if my daughter flyers. disappeared, she'd be all over the house. Honestly. Like, when I read that, I was like, who's that person that threw out those pictures of your daughter? It's the... It's you. It's like if my daughter or my you're son disappeared. Oh, their oh. photos would be everywhere. Their room would be intact. Like every like they their photo would be my lock screen. Their photo would be in my wallet. Like their photo would be in my pocket. Like their photo would be in my room. They'd be everywhere. Because I would be just like handing out photos. Like, of please, them. Like, this is my son. Be like, please, like this is my son. Like I know, like she, like she would be twenty one today. But please, like if you just see someone who looks like like her eyes her nose if someone has her nose please. i know like, like that's so sus right there yeah. like she definitely had something to do with it and she's like playing the victim she's like oh yeah. i feel unsafe so, like good yeah like oh my like, gosh, good she deserves by people like you're gonna get jumped <laughs> so many of the investigators investigators who initially worked on the case have since retired however they are still dedicated to solving the case and say it frequently comes to mind Lorena has moved repeatedly since Tamara disappeared, having been evicted numerous times. She spends her days working odd jobs and has shared that she fell into sex work not long after her daughter went missing. Her other children have never been permanently returned to her custody, and the three babies she gave birth to after Tamara's disappearance three other have children. since How been taken by How many kids does she have services. altogether? Nine? So I guess, so I guess nine. Three kids after? Nine. God damn. That was all from sex work or from the same guy? Because mm-hmm. she just wanted so, to ask. I don't know. There was no information on it. I think maybe, I think it might have been sex work. But I'm not we, don't do we, don't sex work. we don't do that. We don't do that. Shame your friend. We don't do that in this household. Like, get your bag, you know? For being a horrible like, mother. The, we're only going to shame you mm-hmm. because we think you might have had a. Yeah, because you're, you're a horrible bad. mother. But, like, like, three kids after bag, she disappeared, just, like, she didn't take care of those either. No, oh, yeah, social services took him away. Anyway, he's fine. So Tamara's twin sister, Tannis, is currently in university. Russell Sheepskin, so the guy that lived in their basement, Rest passed away on January 1st, 2009. Those investigating the case wonder if he knew any more information. Honestly, the rest in peace to God. Even though he was probably guilty, he's in hell right now, yeah. but like still rest in peace. Like, rest in peace. Yeah. Lorena feels She's playing the victim. No, she doesn't. She does not. <laughs> she does not think Tamara is dead, despite what investigators have said. Troy has shared that he tries not to dwell on the case, but that it's hard not that, but that it's hard not knowing if Tamara is alive or dead. Is Troy I don't father? think Troy has anything to do with it, honestly. Mm, uh, I feel like the since they didn't live father. together, you know. I feel like he might know. Something, but I don't think he it was just, like wrong time. He just like was there at the wrong happened. time. Yeah, um, he says he harbors guilt over having lost custody of his children in the year in the years leading up to her disappearance. 
So the case contact information that I'm going to go over right now. Um, so Tamara Joel Keepness went missing from the 800 block of Ottawa Street in Regina, Saskatchewan on July 5th, 2004. She was five years old, and while what she was last wearing is unknown, it's believed she could have had on a light blue striped halter top with pink accents, light blue jeans, and either rubber boots or pink and white shoes. She may have been barefoot. At the time of her disappearance, she stood at 35 and weighed between 35 and 40 pounds. She had bobbed dark brown to black hair and brown eyes. She has two circle type birthmarks on her stomach, one dark and the other lighter in color, and a scar in one of her legs just below the knee. Currently, her case is classified as a missing person. If alive, she would be 21 years old. If you have any information regarding the case, please contact the Regina Police Service at 306-777-6500. Tips can also be submitted to Child Find at 1-800-387-7962 or anonymously via Stime Crime Stoppers at 1-800-222-8477. So that was the case. That was the disappearance of Tamara Keepness. Mm-hmm. And I guess I'll tell you what I think happened. So I'm not sure what I think. But there's is, so many possibilities, though. That's like the back that. We're... Yeah, and there's not, there's not enough information. That's the thing. They didn't find anything. That like they didn't, but they did find blood, and I think that maybe it was either she got out of the house and someone abducted her, um, or the parents, like the adults in the True, house. True, but it's like that that pedophile friend that just. Is always lingering in my brain. Yeah, that's weird. And it was just like, in all the articles and sources I read, that was just like something that they were like, oh, by the way, she had a pedophile friend. And I'm like, can you dig deeper on the pedophile friend? And like, they lived right next to a freaking prison with like bad people. Two, they lived next to a place where homeless, like former inmates lived and then a place where inmates like a prison you could say and they were and i think it had to be something oh it was definitely with drugs drugs. like i really think that they sold their daughter for drugs but like that doesn't explain the blood like was she like trying to like not get kidnapped and she hurt herself maybe but like the blood is definitely like like, a big sign um I don't know if they've ever True, because you have, like, eight other kids in that house that could have just fell on accident. Yeah. But, I mean, if it was her blood, then that shows that she didn't want to go outside. Like, she was struggling to stay inside. Yeah. I think the parents... I think something drug-related had to... Or the parents... Or... Here's what could have happened. The parents came home. They were all drunk. All three of them, well, one's not her parent, but, like, well, two, I guess, aren't her parents. But um, all three grown-ups came home. They were all drunk. Tamara was maybe in the living room. Maybe they got into some sort of argument. Like, why aren't you in bed? Tamara, they hurt her. And they were like, oh, no. And they disposed of her body. Because they were drunk. Now, that's just I mean, that can happen, but, like. Little theory, I guess. I don't think they'd hurt her, though. Like, I think that they, like, even if they're that drunk, they wouldn't hurt their daughter. I'm not sure, because the blood, 
maybe she her not she her herself like you know like suicidal like she fell or something mm-hmm. when they i don't know i still think that it's house. like there's more people involved like even i think it's that that the parents accidentally like hurt her yeah i feel like mm-hmm. i don't think but there are, at least is like dead. pedophilia involved or Pet- sex trafficking or something like that yeah I don't think they sold her to sex trafficking. That I happens a lot more often than we actually think. Like, if you look into it, so many parents sell their, like, children for just, like, paying off debt or just for, like, sex trafficking. Yeah, um, I can actually look it up right now. Um, how many children's name? How do you, I mean, how do you spell it? Because I want to see if I can so... look at her on Google or Lorena, L-O-R-E-N-A. Wait, wait. L O R E E N A N A Keep so keep and then Nick. That's a weird last name. Yeah. Hmm. I see. Like, you can see the guilt on her face. Like, if you... I'm going to send you a photo of her. Like, the guilt on homegirl's face. The guilt on homegirl's face. Her house is very... Do you... Oh, I looked up um, Lorena. It's like a white and brown. It's white and brown. And the windows are shattered. I definitely yes. think that 35 pounds, three, she's five years old. My brother is like 40, like 50 pounds. Like my brother. She was skinny because she was abandoned. Or like, yeah, like. Because her mom um, freaking abandoned. Like you can see the guilt on her face. Like, okay, even if she didn't hurt or kill her daughter. She's a horrible person, you know, for, like, hurting her daughters and sons, like, not taking care of them, being drunk all the time. Like, even if she didn't murder her her, her child, then she's still a horrible person. Like, she should still be in jail for other things. Yes. Yeah, she is. I don't think they did an age progression. Because with, usually with missing people... They do an age progress yeah. of what they would look like now. And I'm trying to find, because before I couldn't find one. I don't think they did one. They should always do one of what child looks like now. But they, I can't find it. But yeah, so that was the case of that was just. You deserve so much better. Like she's five years old. You know for a fact that her parents. You know what I mean. Yeah, I feel like they didn't like any of their kids. Honestly, like I don't want to accuse because the mother's love is like the yeah, best thing ever. Really but like she didn't love her kids. They were but, like they were very bad parents. They were very even if they weren't involved. And they should in definitely this, be in jail or just like. In like house arrest. 
or they should have had their child. What I'm not understanding is like the fact that she's having more and more kids that she knows that she's not a good parent. Like a condom or birth control or abortion. Like you live in Canada. Like like abortion is so so legal. It's like free too. You know what I mean? She's like she's not from America where you have to pay for it. Yeah. It's illegal. She's from Canada. It's free healthcare. Abortion is one hundred percent free. You can get as many as you want. Like why is she having more and more? Kids? She knows that she can't handle it. Like when she knows that the six mm-hmm. like five. And then she had three more got taken away like even if you don't want to abort the child like birth control all condoms like the after pill yeah like the day after which i don't think that's still there you can try it out you know it's there you know or like even like cinnamon like there's like home remedies for abortion like eating oranges or eating a lot of cinnamon cinnamon synonyms cinnamon cinnamon okay eating a lot of cinnamon wait wait Cinnamons? Cinnamon. Eating a lot of cinnamon. 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 Okay, whatever. I'll go. You know what I mean? Yeah. That was just confusing. Yeah. So, um... That was the case. That was interesting, not gonna lie. Even though there was a lot of holes in the case, there wasn't much to go off of for the police. Yeah, it's a very, the cases like this, just like, I'm just like, oh my gosh, find something. Because they didn't find anything. So, like, that anything. means the they parents must be really good at, like, they, so if the parents murdered the child, then, like, they're really good at hiding it. And that, that means that they're sus. <laughs> they How are they not in jail, though? They like, they, sus. Ugh, whatever. Because it's proven that they've been in drug. I don't know what cocaine is there. Like, if it's legal in Canada where mm-hmm. they live. But I know here it's, it's like not, illegal. right? Cocaine. You can get, like, 35 no, years like... for, like, an ounce. That, an ounce is a lot. I... <laughs> we can, you can tell that we're not. We don't know about drugs, but, like, we, we, we know it's illegal. We don't know about Yeah, we just know that like cocaine hardcore. is like one of the most like. Okay, well, we did good. Yeah, that was interesting. That was that was that was fun. Yeah, it was fun. We spent an hour talking about this case. This mm-hmm. was like the fastest hour ever. Honestly, like I was like, because this is a um, because I did it in a different format oh, shoot, this time, girl. so it's good eleven pages. Period. Yeah, I was just listening the whole time. I was eating my gummies while like listening and asking oh. questions in the middle. <laughs> no, you did so good. Like you did amazing. Like, if I was like, like if uh... I was in what you were doing, I would have stumbled like every other word. I try not to. I was like, okay, I need to, because I've read over this like a few times before, so that I know what. Girl, you did so good. But like I, I could never. Like... I literally could never. Like, you put so much time and effort into this. Like, you're really good at this. Like, you know how, like, people do this just for fun or for extra bank? Like, you should do this for, like, a side job. Or just for fun in general. Honestly, if like I... Like, Kindle Ryan stuff? I wouldn't have... I wouldn't, like, start. 
it know, was an it interesting was- job. It's so fun. Yeah. So entertaining. And then you might, like, I think the best part about this job is, like, you say a case and then it's actually solved. Like, I feel like Kendall Wright did that once where she, like, had a case and then just because of her it was solved. Like, I think that, like, she cried of happiness. Like, I would cry of happiness. Like, Like, just because of me, a case was solved. Like, that can actually happen. Like, imagine that happening. The best gift ever. Honestly, if someone... Oh, my gosh, yes. And, like, Mm -hmm. having someone involved um, in case, like, It was, like, this case where this girl got kidnapped and her stepdad, like, probably kidnapped her. And then the girl's sister reached out to Kendall Ray for the video. She was, like... I don't know, oh, like, her name was Cassidy or something. Oh, or she was, like, sexually assaulted or whatever. That's, like, the best thing ever. To, like, get reached out. But, yeah. But you're, like, naturally good at this. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm naturally good Thank at just, you. like, understanding you. And just, like, eating my gummies while listening. Mm-hmm. You're, my talent, you're, your my talent, talent is eating your gummies. <laughs> So bye. Uh, what was anchor? <laughs> bye, people. Hope you enjoyed the case. <laughs> How do I leave? Hope you I just press leave recording. Stay. Okay. Bye. <laughs>